Welcome to the Zadok Podcast, where we explore the scriptures through creativity and tell stories of beauty from the ashes. Come and join us on this pilgrimage as we seek the Father's heart through Yeshua, the way, the truth, and the life. Shalom and welcome, friends. Welcome to the Zadok Podcast with me, Edgar. And Carmen Tehila. We're looking forward to today's one. Today we're going to talk about uh, the title of today's blog is The Truest Treasure. And we're so excited. It's all about our veggie garden. And yeah, I, I remember when we moved to the new place and we had the privilege of starting a new veggie garden. I was so excited. And um, yeah, I actually watched all of the, well, not all of them, but some of the Farming God's Way videos a while back. And I love planting stuff, anything. And Carmen is also one of those persons that loves to just put anything into the ground that she can find. Um, and we had a lot of success with the veggies we, we planted the, the past season. And we just praise Abba uh, just for the harvest that we've had. We planted some potatoes, tomatoes, uh, beetroot. We also had cauliflower that some friends brought to our house and said, hey, would you guys plant this? And we did, and it came out amazing. And what else? Yeah, we planted some granadillas recently. So I'm looking forward to the granadillas. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of other treasures that were in the garden even before we planted anything. Carmen actually stuck her hands into the ground a couple of days um, after we moved in. And she found, I think you found some potatoes as well. Yeah, so um, the house that we're renting... Um, the people that lived here before we we did, they were also very into um, planting, especially things that we can eat. So living off the ground, and um, they planted a lot of stuff that we had the honor of actually harvesting. And yeah, so some of the things um, that was here already was spinach, mm. and they planted an amazing grapevine. That we're so excited about at the moment, especially because the harvest is busy developing. <laughs> mm. And there's also banana trees that's busy bearing fruit. Um, we spotted, the kids actually spotted the first bananas. Mm, they're very green and they now. still have flowers on them. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> What's the right terminology for that? But yeah, so we're just so privileged. There's a guava tree in the front front garden and um, yeah, a lot of other fruit trees that we're excited about. Awesome. So, yeah, I yeah. think uh, yeah, that's just a small intro for the blog we've got going. Maybe, Carmen, you can get into the blog for today. Yeah, so we, I wrote this, I think, about a month after we moved into this house. And um, yeah, just a bit of a story that I'm telling. We dug through the mud with our bare hands. Dirt tightly hugged our fingernails as we went on a quest to seek out sweet potatoes and black potatoes originally planted by the owners of the house we are currently renting. Each potato found filled mine the children's hearts with delight. It was our first time doing this type of venture. Oh, how much fun we had. We placed each one neatly in a basket, cut off some spinach, celery, spring onions and red peppers all fresh from from the garden. The little ones sat on the porch under the winter shadow of the grapevine and gently washed each treasured vegetable. 
Then I cut up all the gatherings in cubes and roasted it with garlic and rosemary. It was such a pleasant meal, hand-picked, filled with love, shared by my precious ones. These little moments that filled our beings with so much glee formed treasured memories. How much more his word, our soul's most treasured hope. Wow, that's so precious. Um, and that's actually what the word is, you know. It's such a massive treasure and it just needs to be dug out. And uh, it's such a privilege for us just to have that freedom and liberty to, to go to Abba's word and read it every day. Mm-hmm. We're not under persecution or where there's any rules or regulations that's limiting us in any, any sense at this stage. Uh, praise Abba for that. Um, so we're really in a privileged position to really dig into His Word and, mm. and dig out these these treasures that are hidden in His Word. And I'm just thinking of that that parable of the man that, that sold all he had to, to buy the field that had the treasure in it. And that's exactly what we should be prepared to do. Um, just have that... Uh, attitude where we are so sacrificial of giving up anything that it costs just to to have Abba, just to have His Word manifest in our lives. I think that is so, so awesome what you wrote here about um, the treasures that we found in the ground. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to read Psalm 19. Um, it says, A Psalm of David, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims the work of His hands. Day to day utters speech, and night to night proclaims knowledge. There are no speeches or words in which their voices are not heard. Their voice is gone out into all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. In the sun He has set His tabernacle, and He comes forth as a bridegroom out of His chamber. He will exalt as a giant to run His course. His going forth is from the extremity of heaven, and his circuit to the other end of the of the heaven, and no one shall be hidden from his heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting souls. The testimony of the Lord is faithful, instructing babes. The ordinances of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is bright, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever and ever. The judgment of the Lord are true and justified altogether. To be desired more than gold and much precious stone, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. For thy servant keeps to them, and in the keeping of them there is a great reward. Who will understand his transgressions? Purge thou me from my secret sins, and spare thy servant the attack of strangers. If they do not gain the dominion over me, then shall I be blameless, and I shall be clear from great sin. So shall the sayings of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing continually before thee, O Lord, my helper and my redeemer. I think what's so interesting about the word of God is that it can be likened to so many things. It's more precious than gold and Um, within the word we see so many examples like him saying that it's sweeter than honey Um, you know just interesting if you if you type in the words God's word is like into Google the first few things that pops up is God's word is like a sword God's Mm -hmm. word is like a hammer God's word is like rain (laughs) God's word is like a mirror God's word is like fire and God's word is like honey. Mm. 
And so that's just a few. I, I think there's so much more. We know that God's word is like bread that we can eat and it fills us up. We know it's like water that washes us clean. Um, we, knew it's like, we know it's like um, dew on the grass. There's scripture that says that. I think it's in Isaiah that it says that. Um, and so there's so much, ex- so many examples that we have of that. And yeah, I think it's just beautiful the way that he gave us so many metaphors of it mm. in, in ways that we can experience it and seasons that we can experience it in. And um, yeah, so. It is such a privilege to read and to explore his word. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I was just thinking of Hebrews 4 verse 12 that says, The word of God is quick and powerful and mm-hmm. sharper than any two-edged sword, yes. piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Mm-hmm. And that is just so powerful. And um yeah, I think it's it's in Ephesians it also talks about that the word forms part of our armor and it's mm. the sword of the spirit. So it's the only offensive uh, weapon we've got. Well, technically you can use a shield to hit someone as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, solely for, for offense is, is a sword. So I think Abba really gave us a sword to to be able to to counter any attacks mm. and um, I know Uncle Dave is part of a, of a prayer chain and what he says is if you don't know what to pray take the word and just pray the word and I think that's such a powerful principle just to, to go back to the yeah. word it's something it, it's different than just praying whatever pops into your head mm, that's, that's okay so but I think there's just power in the words that were spoken by our father yeah. Yeah. Um, and Isaiah 55 says mm. clearly that those words won't return void yeah. Yeah, definitely it will go out and do what what our sent it out to do. Um, and so within all that, just pondering on the yeah, the kids and I spending time in the garden, we got really dirty. We do so often. <laughs> we really enjoy spending time in the garden. And um, I took some very precious photos of them in the garden and... Um, just pondering on all of that, um, yeah, uh, in, in, in that a poem was born. And so I want to share that. Hidden in our hearts, your word, a treasure that we found. How profound. For this day and the next, never changing, yet ever changing us. From inside, it washes us clean, revealing the stains, even the minor ones that remain, whiter than snow, through this seed that's been sown, taking root, growing shoots, through your spirit growing fruit, fruit that is patient, kind and good, spirit and truth, the fruit, fruit being the proof that you authored a work within your loving kindness is where it always will begin and you will carefully complete it all until the very end until you come for us as beloved king and faithful friend we will be with you at the greatest feast 
Matthew 6 verses 19 to 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on the earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Yeah, I think um, that that treasure, we know that part of it is by being faithful and doing certain acts. Um, And we know that the word also says that we must not only be hearers of the word but also doers of the word and if his word is our treasure and we we do it then we do what it's what he says in his word we must do and we have that obedience um it's Mm. almost like the worth of that becomes more in a way i I don't know if i'm expressing Mm. it in the right way but the worth within us as he shapes us through the word and just like a precious stone would be form and sh- formed and shaped with with his word he forms and shapes us and then in that us doing his word it becomes an even greater treasure that's almost like the metaphor that i'm thinking about yeah i'm just thinking of what what yeshua said is if you put these words into practice so mm. if you if you hear my words and you actually do them mm. you will be like a wise man that built yes, his house yes. on the rock and um, the other thing that, I, that popped into my mind was a while ago, Abba spoke to you specifically about how, how do we store up treasures in heaven? How does mm. it work? Mm. Because it's almost like um, if, you, if you give your tenth, it's like opening your banking account in heaven. If I, if I can say it that, that way, uh, your tithe is not, it does not belong to you in the first place. So mm. it's mm. something that you're supposed to give away. It's supposed yeah. to, to bless the kingdom of our Father. But I, I'm just thinking like, um, okay, now you, you've opened your account in heaven, but how do you deposit into your heavenly account? And maybe you can just expand to that, that, that revelation that Abba gave you. Yeah, I think... Um just realizing i think a question that all of us are asking in this season is father how do we prepare <laughs> mm-hmm. physically spiritually emotionally especially having little children and so that's something that i've really uh, prayerfully took to him time and again just trying to figure out what how 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 are we f- how do we become faithful stewards with what we have and how are we wise with the things that we have and prudent for the future and I think the the example that I was thinking about was Joseph in the way that he knew that trouble was coming and he had um, he received the yeah, direction from father to store up a fifth of the harvest and when time came that was what they used to survive and so while I was thinking about that um, yeah so usually we don't share this type of thing but <laughs> for the sake of example there was a there was a gentleman knocking on the door the one day and I was actually just praying about that that in that day and um so a gentleman was was knocking on the door and he was so hungry and he asked me for food and he said he had little children at home that was so hungry and they have nothing 
And usually when someone comes to the door, I just taste you know, with the Holy Spirit if I should give something. And if I should give something, what should I give? Um, just for safety, safety concern also because we don't have a safety gate at our front door. <laughs> so I always just check with Abba, is it okay for me to open this but door now? But we do now? have angels. We do. Though, we so, have loads um, of angels. But I do want to be um, also prudent in that, just testing if I must open the door because I will be obedient if he says open up that door but yeah just also to be wise (laughs) um but yes we do have angels but anyway so I went to the kitchen and I opened the cupboards and it was end of the month so there wasn't much in the cupboards but as I started putting things in the in in a bag I heard the Holy Spirit saying give your best um, don't give half a packet, give the full packet that is still left of the things that you have. And I was packing the bag full of things and then when I gave it to the gentleman and I closed the door, I had this vision of it being like the peak of the end times and we were not able to buy or sell. And that same exact bag, plastic bag filled with food, I received back again. And then the scripture came to mind immediately that says, give and it will be given unto you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. And just realizing that that is where we store up. That is how we prepare. For for us at least, that's what I felt. For us as a family, that's how we prepare for the future. It's not by having cupboards full of things that moth can eat in the moment or um yeah or it can get rotten or anything like that um but to give it to those that are in need at the moment so not storing not putting away all the kids clothes um for in case we might need it because these kids at the moment in our immediate environment that they don't have clothes to wear Mm. they don't have food to eat and so it just doesn't make sense for me to for us at least to store up loads of things um where there's actually need around us in this very moment and just to open up our hearts in the moment to to know that for today abba will give us what we need he gave the manna each day and yeshua when he taught us how to pray he said Give us today our daily bread. And he even said, do not worry about tomorrow, what you will eat or what you will drink. And so just having that heart of everything that we own belongs to him anyways. Mm. So if he says, give this or that away, we must be able to. And that is the way that we treasure up things. And it's challenging. I think sometimes it is challenging. It's not. It's not always easy. I mean, when... When you open up your cupboard and there's things in there that you really do like, you really enjoy <laughs> certain things that you own, but just realizing that it's not ours, it's it belongs to him. He's the one that gave it to us and it belongs to the kingdom because everything we have belongs to the kingdom. And so if he wants to put that specific item into someone else's hands, then we must trust him with that, knowing that he knows best. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed what you said now, and I think that just changes our perspective. You know, not to hoard a lot of stuff mm. at our houses, just having like I don't know, a one ton of baked bean 
weekends, um, you know, in our garage and stuff like that. Um, obviously, we still need to be wise with with the resources that Abba yes. has put in our in our hands, but not to react out of a place of fear and um, mm. I, I, I want to say not not trusting him. You know, I, I think there's just so many examples of people that in the moment needed to trust Abba Father. Mm. Um, yeah, and I, and I think, you know, with the end times, well, well, we feel the end times are upon us. Um, you, you know, you're not sure of, are you going to stay on the sa- at the same place? Are you, do you, will you be required to, to move off your ground? Will you uh, be able to, to take all of those things that you've hoarded? Is it even going to be possible? So, yeah, we must just ask mm-hmm. our Father for, for wisdom in, in all of those aspects. And I think we we will come to a place where we learn maybe maybe this works a little bit differently, and mm-hmm. that there's really a heavenly storehouse that Abba says, but but trust me in this, and I will open the, these yes. storerooms. Um, and yeah, I think the question is, how do we trust Him in that? How do we deposit into those storerooms? And I think that's going to be the question. Um, yeah, and and I think I think the the great. Uh, need in the body is, is just so significant at the moment um, to me uh, on a personal level it doesn't make sense uh, to, to be hoarding a lot of stuff when I see my brothers and sisters not not having anything um, mm. to, to even uh, see the month through mm. so um, and, I, and I think that there's a massive need within the body at the moment and if you're listening to this and you think I don't know if anybody you can call us and, and we can probably give you 10 people that 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 are in need at this moment so um yeah uh, i think we can continue with the blog and wrap it up yeah so beloved let us not grow weary within this work that he is doing may we daily look to him in all we do he knows what we need and he will provide may we seek his will far above our own laying down our ideals and comforts and ideas May we surrender the way we think to his exceptionally expansive way of thinking. His thoughts are far above ours. He sees beyond our human horizon and timelines. He knows the very end from the very beginning. And within it all, he chooses to love us with a love that is wider than eternity scope. He willingly makes us part of the whole narrative and invites us into the great finale of his story, where there will be no more tears and no fears and no sorrow and no sighing. Beloved, let us draw near to him. He is our only hope and refuge, the only one who can save and redeem. He has every answer to all of our questions. In moments and times like these, let us hold firm to faith, not being like Esau, who sold his birthright for a moment's comfort and hearty meal, afterwards deeply regretting his half-witted, momentarily pleasing decision. May we choose a greater feast, a steadfast treasure, far more worthy than anything this fleeting world has to offer. Stay steadfast in hope. Colossians 2 verses 2 and 3. My purpose is that their hearts, joined together in love, may be encouraged. May they have all the riches of the full assurance of understanding, leading to a true knowledge of the mystery of God, that is Messiah, 
In him all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden. Amen. <laughs> thank you, friends. Thank you, um, brothers and sisters, for listening, taking the time. Um, we really appreciate it out of our hearts. In him we live and move and have our being. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you for joining us on the Zadok Podcast. For more info, blogs, music, or other creative content, visit our website at zadok.com.